Hello, and welcome to the Corning Turn Podcast. Today, I have the doctor from the Healing for the EHs conference back on, and I highly recommend if you missed it, they're going to be doing more, but you can actually get all the information online from the last conference. I have a code that's being extended for another few weeks, so you can use Quartz, that's C-O-U-R-T-Z, and get all of it. I was there. This was an incredible conference, such valuable information, and uh, I know most of you out there listening and watching are familiar with these doctors and they're doing such wonderful things in this space, just really fighting against some of the medical tyranny that we experienced over the past few years, debunking some of the lies and myths and providing and presenting such great solutions. And some of them are really just so easy and accessible for for everybody just to take some ownership of their own health, which is something I'm a huge proponent of, as you know, because I think that, you know, one of the reasons that we have this horrible uh, medical system, particularly in the United States, is the whole Rockefeller takeover of medicine. So they want to create and foster dependency. It's not just a fiscal model. I think it's also a, you know, Malthusian uh, eugenics plan as well. Uh, but I think that they want to foster dependency. And if people are healthy, and uh, then it, then they're much more likely to be independent and uh, self-sustaining. So I support that for everyone, personal sovereignty. So I'm going to play a little clip and not take up more time. <laughs> and you can learn more about it. And then we're going to bring them all on. The most advanced research is coming from this group and, and maybe a few others uh, because we're looking at addressing the root cause more than addressing the symptoms. I think what I've the, the feedback that I've been getting from most people is like, I don't know where to start. I'm so confused. I every single doctor has their own product line. Every single doctor is recommending a, a totally different protocol. Most of the people on the planet right now are, it, it's really poisoning. It, how, how they're poisoning us is through the air, the food, the water, the parasites, the mRNA. Really, it's just a massive poisoning of our system. And how do, how do we handle poisons in our body and how do we detoxify mm -hmm. those? They've already created the perfect scene for everybody. They've got everybody addicted to sugar, which feeds most of the parasites. They've got everybody addicted to alcohol, which converts into sugar and reduces the immune system and causes damage on the liver. Sugar causes damage on the liver. Processed food causes uh, damage in, a, in an acid environment for these more of these parasites to live. They've already created the perfect scenario uh, for us, for for the general population to be infected and poisoned and controlled even more, especially mm -hmm. now with the introduction of all the electromagnetic frequencies. Right. These are the topics that we're going to be discussing at the Healing of the Ages conference because we're all coming together and trying to simplify everything to where we're not just addressing the spike proteins, but we're addressing how to reactivate your own body's self-healing mechanism mm -hmm. and the other things that need to be looked at too, as far as detoxification and cleansing. We're seeing, you know, I just started doing research on how excess aluminum is affecting mRNA and, 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 and how a mercury in your body is, is, can enhance these things. Metals vibrate, they heat up when exposed to electromagnetics, when exposed to 5G. And it's not just, we talk about 5G, but it's not just 5G, okay? Not just 5G, right. All these towers have been equipped with 
6G already, 5G, 4G, 3G, microwave frequencies, you know, LRAD type uh, frequency systems. You know, they can target your brain, your liver. I mean, these are literal weapons that are being installed in your neighborhood. So all of the all of these things are what we're going to be discussing. You know, how do you protect your how do you repair your DNA? How do you deactivate plasmids? How do you protect yourself from harmful EMFs? How do you remove all the parasites from your body? How do you uh build back up the microbiome in your body and in your gut i mean the gut is everything how do you cleanse and heal your liver you know all of these things is is, are are what we're really going to be honing in on and, and teaching everybody at the healing for the ages conference Oh, as you can see from that little uh, clip where uh, Dr. Group was talking about all the things that they cover at this uh, conference. And uh, these are things you're definitely not going to hear in, uh, you know, the mainstream news. So I think it's really important information. I'm really excited to bring them all on. Hello. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I want to go to that conference. That sounds like an amazing conference. It was. Yeah. I, I learned so much. And I mean, I, I'm pretty seeped in this stuff. And I, I learned a lot of things I didn't know. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was that genius guy, whoever he was, sounds brilliant. And then that guy that looks like Bono from U2 with the cool glasses. That dude looked awesome, too, in that clip. That was awesome. <laughs> that sweet lady with the bees. No, that was a phenomenal thing. We're excited to be here, Courtney. Yeah, likewise. So, yeah. So, maybe... uh. We'll start with each of you. Uh, I think most of my audience is pretty familiar. You've been on before, but we'll do a little bit of an intro. We'll start with you, Dr. Brian Artis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm here. Yeah. All right. uh, we'll start with you. All right, Courtney. Well, uh, audiences, I hope you enjoyed. If you didn't tune in, you need to tune in. Uh, this was a very, very intentional conference. It's one thing to put together a gathering that was not the intent of this event. We've all been speakers and have all attended many events and tuned into events digitally, trying to make sense out of the world we've lived in for the last four years. Uh, This conference literally was the work of four individuals who have a combined over 100 years experience in research, natural medicine, and bedside treatment clinically of patients. So if you want to get a grasp of the amount of content, knowledge, resources, I have never been to a conference that was more intentional about creating a unified message of hope, Mm -hmm. a collection of solution-oriented messages. Uh, Those of you who have not actually watched the conference or encouraged others to watch it yet, please go to healingfortheages.com. Use Courtney's discount code. It'll give you 50% off of all the materials and assets we've combined and collected and worked very hard to put together. Use the promo code Quartz, C-O-U-R-T-Z. It'll take 50 bucks off of the $199 uh, charge. And just so you know, if you don't think $149 is worth it, uh, next time you take your family to Applebee's or to Chili's and you spend 150 bucks on one meal full of crap, that's going to make you sick. Uh, you should start to realize where are you putting your money and where would you, that best use and value of that money be? For me, I cannot tell you if you haven't watched it, the first day of this conference, Dr. Janice Schmidt kicked it off. Dr. Janice Schmidt Extraordinary laid out for you how body how the body was designed by God to be able to detox itself, heal itself, 
And then Dr. Henry Ely did a phenomenal job going through the history of medicine. And then Dr. Group did an incredible job of going through how they have engineered your entire life. Every aspect of it has been engineered intentionally. I mean, all of it from the time you were born has been engineered. Your belief systems, your health systems, your food, your your belief in medicine and vaccines has all been engineered. Everything's been engineered by individuals socially and through the mainstream media and multiple forms of media and religion, actually. Yep. Then uh, I got into on day one, I went through what it means to eat food and how foods impact you and what your poop tells you about you. I mean, all kinds of stuff, what you can learn about the things you put in your body and how it works. And then the scale at which the American medical model has failed every citizen in America, which now the United States of America and it's 330 million people represent the worst health outcomes statistically in every category for all industrialized nations worldwide. Yet we spend the most money on healthcare than any other country worldwide. And we at Healing for the Ages taught you in day one, why it is America sucks at keeping you well healthy more than any other country in the whole world. Day two, and we can go into these and you should have some highlights into these. But Janice Schmidt went into what are some of the things found in nature that can start the building process of health and hope through healing. Nature, real, basic answers to why essential oils work, why bees are so instrumental to all of life on earth, actually. (laughs) I mean, all of life. You don't even get plants to grow on this earth that we're going to eat without bees pollinating all of them. So bees are phenomenal. So she goes into that and harps on that. Dr. Ely did a phenomenal job. I mean, let's just go into what he went into. He talked about DNA plasmid, something y'all have never even heard of, something we didn't even know about till like eight months ago, nine months ago. Mm-hmm. And we have had to do a crash course into something that he explained to the world that we didn't even know. Kevin McKernan, I'm going to give you credit because that's where he was spurred off on this. They need to get the credit. This is what they unveiled. And oh my God, you are hearing now rumors that the COVID-19 vaccines are contaminated with plasmids and DNA. No, they're not. These are not contaminations, not when the NIH has on their website, we did not put SARS-CoV-2 virus and COVID-19 vaccines. We put DNA plasmids into the COVID-19 shots. Okay. If I look at a box with a ingredients list and it says we added maltodextrin corn syrup into this product, you can't say it is contaminated with maltodextrin. No, they told you that's what we put in there and it was intentional. Contamination is an accident. This was not an accident. This is what they're doing on purpose. They are engineering our genetics. And he did a great job of exploring and explaining DNA plasmids and how in the world you filter your water. That's their favorite vector to make you sick. He actually showed you and demonstrated how less than $1,000 you can filter your water, distill your water. You want to spend a little extra money? You can structure your water. Very simple. In just a few minutes. Brought people on stage to demonstrate how they can do it. And then Dr. Group, uh, I just have to say, there's a lot of people I love listening to, but not as much sometimes as I hear Dr. Group. Listen to this guy explain to the world about how radiation impacts your health and what DARPA and what the DOD, what they are doing with these 5G towers, Wi-Fi radiation, blue light technology, Let him rip that off for you and then what you're going to do on day two in this conference to protect you and your loved ones at home. And then I, this random dude, got up there at the end and actually 
laid out for all of you why it is I think all of you better start looking at venoms as a biological weapon. And uh, uh, just wait till the four of these, this group here sits down with me in January and I bring a book I just received in the mail from 1956 titled Venoms. Wait till I read to you what the introduction says in that book. From 1887 to 1909, right before the Flexner Report was created, three individuals paid by Louis Pasteur, paid by Carnegie, paid by Rockefeller, all were doing research to create what they call immunizations using snake venoms. And the guy who created the very first vaccine is named Albert Calmet. Guess what he did for a living? He was a bacteriologist, an immunologist who was doing research paid for by Pasteur, Louis Pasteur, to investigate snake venom injected into mammals and humans as antibacterial treatments. (laughs) Okay, now you start to understand where the vaccine and the term immunization came from. It came from a guy who decided to inject snake venom into people to treat them for bacterial infections because he was a bacteriologist. And they figured out in 1887 that they could take segments of snake venom and inject them into people to treat bacterial infections. Calmet, Albert Calmet, is the same guy at the same time who created the rabies and smallpox vaccines. That guy. Then a guy named Simon Flexner, he comes up with in 1902, and a guy named Noguchi out of Japan, they figure out snake venom components create death to bacteria and death to red blood cells. And they published their work in 1902. And then again in 1909, the year before Simon Flexner's brother, Abraham Flexner, writes a book or a report called The Flexner Report. that sets the stage for all the horrific history. Dr. Henry Ely did a phenomenal job laying out the conference. All right, I've talked enough. I'm going to put myself on mute. It's time for, uh, let's go with you, Courtney. Pick somebody else now. All right. Uh, I guess we'll go, uh, we'll go clockwise. So you, Dr. Ely, Henry Ely. Well, thank you so much for having us. And dude, I cannot wait to hear you tell us about that book that that's connecting some dots. My head is already spinning. I can't wait to show you all this rife machine I got so we can start playing with that. Um, but I, I mean, you know, what's really cool is um, if there is some silver lining in all this is they are forcing us to be at our best right now. I've learned more about natural medicine and what it really is and about the human body in the last, I'd say, two years. And especially working with these incredible people, these incredible healers, these incredible teachers. I've learned more in the last two years than I have in the previous 20. And I had already learned a lot, so that's saying something, you know? And I think what gets really exciting is we're seeing some breakthroughs starting to happen now with the people who are severely injured. You know, we're not at a point of being ready to publish yet because I'm being super cautious because, you know, we've had some good preview windows of people feeling better and then there's some aggression. But we're starting to see some of our longtime people that have been working with us for about a year now. And we've as we've gotten into the plasma curing compounds, as we're dealing with the uh, looking at this from the venom angle and saying that, hey, the spike lycoprotein was definitely inspired by the study of venoms and Carlo Brogna's work. And of course, Dr. Ars's great work. And, and we're understanding that the damage that they have put into the world from the air, the water, the food, the frequencies now, the the. Um, everything 
is so extensive that the recovery process is much longer than we are previously accustomed to, but that we're definitely on the right track, which is really, really exciting. So um, I'm, I'm super thrilled to be here and I'm super thrilled to just tell everybody because we get these same questions all the time, right? And this is, this is why we did the conference. We get the same questions all the time and everybody's like, no, I want you to tell me now this one person at a time. It's like, y'all, we're not doing that anymore. Okay, just no disrespect. I'm not trying to be rude, but there's so many people that need help where you are going to have to be a part of your own rescue. All right. We are we don't take patients. We develop students, people who aspire. And so what Healing for the Ages was all about is collecting all this information for where we were in that moment in time in September of this year and saying you now have all of that information there as a starting point for you. And now, so whenever, what I do when people come at me and said, hey, doc, can you tell me how much of this to take or what to do here? I said, yeah, I can't go to Healing for the Ages. <laughs> and they're like, well, wait, but that costs money. It's like, you're worth it. Trust me, you're worth that much money. So go and spend that money and go and learn. And then once you start learning, then I'll answer your questions. You understand? Because that's what a teacher is supposed to do. I'm not supposed to get in the way of you becoming a better version of yourself. I'm supposed to help that process along. So we're just, I'm super thrilled to be here. I love all y'all so much. And I couldn't imagine where I'd be if we weren't always hanging out and talking and collaborating because um, I'm going to tell you, for me, it gives me a tremendous hope working with these three incredible healers. And I know with the four of us together, we're doing that same thing. We're giving people a lot of hope in the world. And it's not this false hope where we're trying to sell something and all this other nonsense. No, we want you to be healthy and we want to teach you how you can be healthy. And that's what Healing for the Ages is all about. So please make sure you check it out. Get plugged in the community because starting in January, we are going to make sure that we're getting together every month leading up in the conferences. This is a community that we're building here, a community of healers really around the world. So thank you, Dr. Artis, for bringing us all together and for bringing that vision together. And thank you, Ed and Jana, for being just amazing in so many ways, too many ways to mention. And thank you for putting up with me and my occasionally ghetto ass, you know, that shows up sometimes and talks a little bit of crazy here and there. So thank you all so much. I love it. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. I'm so excited to hear what you found in this book. Uh, I've done a lot of research on, you know, the Rockefeller takeover of medicine. I talk about the Flexner for my, you know, I just did actually show a few weeks ago, uh, both one with uh, Dr. Lee Merritt uh, for, on our Dangerous Dame show. And I also did one for the radio show I do. Um, because I do think that, you know, this is a huge part of what we're seeing now. This is, you know, almost a hundred over a hundred years later. Um, so it's just, you know, they, they've really perfected it and it is really, really, in my opinion, evil. Um, so, so curious to hear that. And when you're talking about, uh, Dr. Ely, when you're talking about teaching, uh, so I, I could be wrong, but I think that that's actually the etymology of the word doctor, right? The Latin root right. is teach. Right. Uh, so we, we have as a, you know, with many things we've seen, they, they've co-opted it to trust the experts. So, and, and of course, I think, you know, so much of, it's very interesting with this idea of the snake venom, because of course we had uh, the, just the imagery, right? We had the, uh, uh, the asclepius I never say it right. And then the, Asclepius, right. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I, I don't think that, you know, that's any coincidence there. No, so. <laughs> no there's no coincidences. You're, you're correct, Courtney. It's, it's doctor means teacher. Mm -hmm. Student means aspire. 
-hmm. And patient means he who suffers and endures misfortune. And that's the sorcery, the energy within the words. And then you have the cult of Asclepius symbol, the stick and the snake. Everywhere you see that, that's the cult of Asclepius still promoting themselves. And one of their main delivery systems has always been, like Dr. Artis mentioned, water. So we had to really understand that it's water and vaccines have been their primary two delivery systems of their bioweapons. So what we have to do is say no to vaccines because they're crap. And we have to learn how to really purify our water again. And a lot of that inspiration comes from the great work that Dr. Group has done, and especially in his global healing facility, where I think he is has shown that we are scratching the surface of what the real healing potential of the medicine God intended for us all is. But there's, there's very few people. I, I can tell you this right now, Courtney. If Dr. Janice Schmidt says something, if Dr. Ed Group says something, Dr. Brian Artis says something, it's true. You know, these are just good people that really know what they're doing. And I would trust them with my entire family. And I don't say that about anybody else in the world except these three people. Mm. Yes. And the the pharmacia, right? Isn't that sorcery? And that's, a, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's exactly what it's sorcery. It's conjuring up the, the, in, there's a tremendous energy in words. Yeah. And that's what they've figured out. And what we have to do is learn that energy and be able to harness it ourselves. And this is what the greatest healers that have come before us have always been talking about. And what they've always been sending is the same message. The greatest energy in the world is love. And you have to be in that frequency to really understand the magnitude of the power that it, it contains and how you can utilize it for good. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Dr. Jana Schmidt, we'll, we'll go to you next. Hi. Hi. <laughs> nice to see you again. Thanks for having us. You too. Yeah. Thank you for being here. <laughs> I, I have to tell you, I'm just incredibly humbled and honored to be in the mix with these three docs. Like they're just the best. They have the biggest hearts to help people. And I, I think that's one of the reasons we connected so deeply is that our our desire to help people is paramount over other things. Like we we're not doing it for um, notoriety. We're not doing it for money. We're not doing it. It's like, we need to help people. We need to help people on a big scale right away. And I hadn't met very many people that wanted to do that as much as I did. And especially with the research and what can we find and how can we do this and what naturals and it's, it's just mind blowing. Um, and you should see our text back and forth that they're really, really incredible. And I have learned so much. I've even learned so much in things I thought I already knew a lot about. Mm -hmm. so, like, you know, my answer to just about everything, oh, what are we gonna do about this? And what's going on here? And here's our, here's a problem. And I'm like, oh, bee pollen, honey, propolis, because I love everything bees. And I just, I that's usually my answer, but I actually discovered that that it it does way more than I thought it did. And I, you know, and I have stacks and stacks and stacks of papers of all the things that bee pollen, propolis, honey can do, but I have learned so much through this, mostly because we're up against things we've never seen before. And how are we to know that we even needed bee pollen to help us um, with the glucose oxidase activity to help disarm weaponized bacteria? Like that's never been a sentence I'd said before, but now it's so true and it works. And I'm so honored and happy to be able to present that to people and know it works and know they're going to get better. So this is, this has been amazing. And it's amazing how God brought us together, but also incredible how now we're having space created in front of us to continue to do work. Can we see need on such a wide scale? 
And we saw how many people we can reach and how many people we can help and get to that root cause, right? We're not, we're not messing around. Um, and there's just so much more to do. So I love the opportunities ahead of us to continue to learn and grow. And the Healing for the Ages, such an incredible event, actually brought more people who are who think like this, who have hearts like ours that want to work together. So now our, our database of, of brilliant minds and people who love to help people has expanded exponentially. So I'm really, really stoked about all that. Yeah, absolutely. So a friend of mine did a documentary, it was called Vanishing Bees. So the bees are really uh, endangered right now. And my pinned tweet is I, I use a beekeeper analogy. I talk about how, uh, you know, when they say all the bees, you know, when the bees go, that the world will cease to be essentially. Um, and so I see America as like the beekeeper, because it's incumbent upon the people of America to preserve the free will of humanity. Oh, that's and good. That's really good. I like that. I'm going to use that. Do you mind? <laughs> no, no, go right ahead. I'll send you the tweet. You can, yeah. That's, that's um, great. But that's it's great. something I'm very concerned about because, uh, well, both the, you know, the free will of humanity, for sure. Uh, right. that, that's my primary impetus, actually, for doing this show, because I think that's really at stake. Uh, but, you know, the physical uh, domain of humanity as well. And I, I know they're really attacking the bees. The bees are uh, endangered. Uh, you know, Bill Gates is doing all of these yeah. under the guise of supposedly, you know, pre preventing disease like malaria. Um, although we're having all these GMO mosquitoes in areas where there's no reason to be concerned about malaria if there were concerned at all. Uh, right. But, you know, even the, the premise seems to be very faulty on its face. And it seemed very concerning because what, what are they actually doing? And right. I've read these studies about these uh, self-disseminating vaccines using uh, bees, which is horrifying to me. Um, and uh, yeah, so there, there's just a lot of those. Uh, you know, the My malaria will never be a part of that. I've already yeah, yeah. I've coached them. They're not going to be a part of that mess. Just like um, now fighting back to get our freedom of speech and our free will. And just like that, there's action that needs to be done. And and in comparison to the bees, there's action that has to be done to help protect them from the bioweapons that yeah. we're suffering from, like the 5G and yeah. um, glyphosate. Like there's there are things we actually literally have to do. So I filter my bees water just like I filter it for us. I want them to get water that's free of venom, free of fluoride, free of, right? So yeah. um, beekeepers, I'm, I'm trying to help beekeepers all over the world know some of these simple tips that we can help to protect the bees and protect ourselves as well. And one, and I'd love to share this with you. So sorry for the rabbit trail. Um, but if you put a copper top on top of the beehive, it helps protect it from Wi-Fi radiation, no matter where it is. And we can't get away from it anymore. But also shungite, I've been mixing shungite and paint and painting the hives, and that'll help them as well. Now, we can't do a lot about it when they're out and about, but when they're home, we can definitely help. And this has helped reduce hive collapse. Hive collapse has been a really big problem mostly from pesticides at first, but now it's really upticked since 5G's been unleashed, as well as things that happen inside of us too. So we need to take care of us as well. But for beekeepers, um, that copper top, shungite, it's really making a difference and helping the hive stay strong. I love that. And that's relatively simple. That's something people yeah. can do. It's accessible. For yeah, sure. no, I think that's great. I was going to add one other thing about malaria. I, I happen to know you know, I have a lot of friends who are in the military and uh, one of them was sharing with me how they were giving a uh, malfoquin, which is supposed to be an anti-malaria drug. And they were giving it to people who were in 
no danger of coming into any contact with malaria, uh, but they were experiencing post-traumatic stress sy symptoms. And it seems to be linked to this drug. And now I'm reading there, it's coming out in studies that that's actually true. Uh, but these were people who, these were soldiers who had never actually been to combat and they were still experiencing PTSD as if they had had some sort of, not to say that there couldn't be other trauma, but it was very odd. And it does seem to be connected to this. So I, I just thought of that when I was talking about the, the bees and the malaria. So we, we can't expect um, anything different when you put something that's artificial in your body. It's your body's going to try to reject it. It's going to have some toll on it some way or another. We're God made. We're designed to have God made things in our bodies. And when we start making these chemical mixtures, of course, there's going to be problems. So I we shouldn't be surprised. Right. <laughs> no, no. Um, but I think that people have been so conditioned for so long, which is why I'm such a huge fan of what you're doing, because people have been trained for so long that there's a pill for an ill. And, you know, that's the whole model. It's just that if we're not feeling well, we, we just rush to figure out what symptom and what does that match up to, to what we need to take. Um, even though there's, you know, obviously throughout history, there's been all these things available to us in nature to help us heal and to help us thrive, you know, and prevent illness. So yeah. definitely. Yeah. All right. Dr. Agroup. All right. Okay. I just want to unmute there. Okay. So <laughs> I think the, um, the message for everybody is that there was a lot of confusion with the pandemic. And all of a sudden, you know, we've been in this industry for 20, 25 years. We've seen everything. We've worked with cancer. We've worked with degenerative disease. And all of our philosophy and many other not really great healers uh, that have been around as long as we have really have the same philosophy. And the, and the philosophy is exactly what Dr. Ely was saying and all of us believe is that a true doctor is a teacher and not a prescriber. And education is always the number one thing that we that we preach. We actually listen to people first and understand and, and, and have a caring attitude towards them, which starts the healing process immediately when someone actually listens to what they have to say. And then we go back to the basics. Healing is not a difficult thing. It's a very simple thing. And basically, your whole life can be described in four words, especially any type of sickness and disease or happiness and joy all comes down to four things. Poisons, and the solution for poisons is detoxification. And then time, and the solution for time is making the right decisions. You know, time is the only thing that we can never get back. And so really, if you break down someone's life, it's just about time. And it's about, am I making the right decisions? You know, am I going to eat that hamburger? Am I going to go to the gym in the morning? Am I going to wake up early and go meditate? And I think the most beautiful, I can honestly say the most beautiful thing about us coming together here is what happened you know, Brian was in retirement. I was actually uh, moving over to, to start our Global Healing Institute to just for that reason, to start teaching people how to heal themselves and focusing on the root cause of disease and instead of focusing on the symptoms and empowering people to understand that everything, if you look at it, it, it can be considered a poisonous to the body, mind, and the soul. Whether it's 5G, whether it's other people bringing you down, whether it's social media, whether it's the TV, whether it's the chemicals 
and heavy metals you're, you're, you're consuming, whether it's the poisons in the food. And like you said earlier, these are all man-made synthetic devices or poisons or chemicals, even the vent or geoengineered. Now, now, now we're actually dealing with synthetic stuff, which none of us have ever dealt with before in the history of, of, of the, uh, of what we're uh, accustomed to, you know, we never had to like figure out how to neutralize multiple different quantum dots that are, you can, you can go to any grocery store or anywhere now and test any of the toilet paper, the toothpaste, everything. And it's all contaminated with graphene oxide and nanotechnology because that's where Mm -hmm. they're moving because we can't see it, feel it, taste it or anything. And they can do whatever they want with it. So I think all of us, well, especially Brian and, you know, we were all heavily involved during this pandemic and we were trying to expose what we knew, but we didn't really, we weren't really getting enough information and they all of a sudden out of the blue people we didn't even we've never even heard their name before uh started coming out and becoming experts in covid and expert in in health and and all of a sudden you know all of these conventions and these covid uh conferences and everything it's like i don't who who are those people like i don't even know who they are and they were all of a sudden experts in everything and what that did was it created a lot of confusion in the world and you know social media picked it up and all this other stuff and uh, people were confused and the irritating thing about that is that uh, and i'm not coming down on any of these people but it was just that kind of the healing philosophy of if you know this poisons you identify those things that are causing your illness and your sickness because everything that that that's going to create harm in you is either in your external environment or it's in your internal environment it's that simple okay so you just clean your external environment and you identify the things in your external environment that are causing you emotional disruption physical disruption spiritual spiritual disruption and you identify the things that you're putting in your body or on your body i mean it's not hard it's very simple you detox you get rid of the poisons and when you have so much confusion and fear and anxiety out there um it's very difficult when you start hearing people saying uh you know addressing this one vector when when you've spent 20 years identifying multiple vectors okay these these evil cabal death promoting individuals they're not mm-hmm. dumb they're they're mm-hmm. they're you know like what dr ely says i mean these are the top scientists in the world that got recruited not just from world war ii but they've been still recruiting the top scientists they recruit kids that are 16 year old geniuses okay they tried to recruit me actually i got put into a room into a black car taken to a secret restaurant in houston the door opened up they took me in and wanted me in and gave me a number to call for t- and i had to call within 24 hours and they told me everything would be taken care of i'd have all the money in the world everything the same thing i actually went through that myself wow of course i never did it right. and um so they recruit people and as soon as they recruit them they silo them because they want them to become experts in one subject and they don't want anybody no they don't want them to know what's compartmentalized they compartmentalize them. And this, this is a downfall, actually. This is what's going to get them in trouble. Even the doctors out there, 
they're all trained in one thing. You know, when I was growing up, we had one family physician that basically knew everything. You go to him if you had tonsillar stones or an infection or you had a broken ankle or you had like something wrong with your stomach or you were constipated or whatever. Purposely, and this just happened over the last probably 25 years, is that now you have a nephrologist, you have an endocrinologist, you have a gastroenterologist, you have, you know, all of these specialties that they've created to even silo everybody even, even more. And we are supposed to be enlightened beings that are wise about many subjects and not intelligent about just one subject. And that's kind of part of this whole engineering uh, program. So the beautiful thing about healing for the ages is that that's not the way we think. You know, we look at everything and try to identify the multiple vectors. And not one person can do that by themselves. We, can, we, we, we try to become uh, knowledgeable about many subjects. Brian you know, we've all learned so much from each other about the venoms, about the plasmids, about everything. But what we've done that nobody else has done is we've identified the vectors of attack that they're using. We are not just talking about spike protein. If you're talking about spike protein, you're just missing the whole boat completely. I mean, that's just something that's being produced. But what's actually producing it? What's initiating it? You know, it's the, you know what's, wh how is that being you know, enhanced, you know, what are they doing? And thank God that Brian brought this team together because we, we're almost like, I mean, we are brothers and, and sisters that have been around for a long time. And, we, and, the, and the beautiful thing is we work so well together and we understand each other because we've had so much experience of being able to come up and to teach people the solutions they need and the, and the changes they need to make in their life to empower them and to give them hope that they can heal. And the most powerful healing uh, system in the body is God's given healing mechanism, which I call the, 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 the self-healing mechanism. So it's really about what we're doing at Healing for the Ages is teaching people how to reactivate their body's self-healing mechanism. And the biggest part of anxiety and fear is the not knowing, okay? So, you know, we're not, ex we're, we're not here to say, okay, you're going to die from the nanotechnology and the EMFs and the ELFs and the parasites and the plasmids and the venoms and all that. But you have to understand it and you have to know about all the vectors uh, of attack that they're using because each vector what we've been doing is coming up with a solution on how we can disable, detoxify, cleanse, and protect people from getting any of these additional, uh, you know, from all these vectors or, or putting more of these things or exposing themselves to more of these things. And not only that, but how to regenerate the damage and repair the damage, which the body is amazing at doing. And most of that is just from getting rid of all the parasites in the body, getting rid of all the chemicals and heavy metals. I'm still not hearing anybody talking about getting rid of all the heavy metals in the body and all the metals. Our bodies are completely um, saturated with inorganic minerals, which are classified as metals. They're using, they got us so 
uh, contaminated with inorganic minerals, synthetic minerals that act as transmitters, can do, you know, transducers, as well as all the, the cesium and the barium and the mercury and aluminum and lead and cadmium and nickel and all these other things that are in our systems that are just you know, creating habit. We are light biophotonic beings. And if you start putting a bunch of metals and nanotechnology and then start hitting us with a bunch of frequencies and then start activating all these parasites and worms and all this other stuff inside of our system, our system just can't handle it. So really what we're talking about doing is just the same thing that we've all been telling people to do for a long time, for 20 years. It's like clean and heal your gut. Clean your liver really good so your liver can detoxify again and start processing all this stuff out of the system. Get rid of all the parasites, the biological ones and the synthetic ones and the hybrids. And then get rid of all the chemicals and the heavy metals in your body. And you're taking away their weapons. You're taking away their weapons. And, 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 and you're reactivating your body's own self-healing mechanism. And, you know, staying on a good maintenance program. Everybody has to stay on a good maintenance program. And then just cleaning your environment and protecting yourself. It's, it's just really more or less taking responsibility for your own health again. And that's what we're doing behind the scenes is trying to identify what is the best way to neutralize or get rid of the nanotechnology. What is the best way to protect yourself from EMFs? What is the best way to neutralize and detoxify all these venoms? And not only that, but to stop uh, these weaponized E. coli yeast bacteria from producing more of these spike glycoproteins, like cutting them off at the source, and, uh, and how to, to survive and thrive and become the enlightened being during this beautiful Great Awakening process. Wow. Well, thank you for all of that. There was so much in there. That, that's so interesting that they, they tried to recruit you. So I, I was actually, my, they tried to recruit me for the CIA when I was seven years old. So when they say, and they, the, yeah, they told, and they told my parents that it was a huge honor because they don't recruit children. Anybody who's read the declassified documents of Project Monarch and MK Ultra, obviously we know that's not true. Um, my, but I, I've heard the story. Like now, it's you know she's told me much more of it, and I always thought in passing like that I wasn't eligible because I'm hearing impaired and visually impaired. But apparently that that was what she told them to try and shut them up and like get them off her back. But apparently they kept calling for almost a year. And uh, yeah, but she, she like kept hanging up on them. So fortunately I, you know, I used to say my disability, my disability spared my soul, but no, really my mom did. So I'm very grateful, but, um, but yeah, that they do, they, they recruit, we know about operation paperclip and there's 1700 uh, doctors. And I, you know, I definitely very much think that that's still going on today. I think a lot of what happened with COVID uh, is indicative of that. I personally think, and I mean, I can't really prove this, but I do think that the whole Charles Lieber case was really very much a similar type of operation. And I think there's a lot of evidence to indicate that his father was, uh, you know, a paperclip guy. Uh, I can't prove that, but I think there's a lot of evidence that points in that direction. Um, so I think there, it's very much going on today. And what you talk about with the, the compartmentalization, you know, that's something they do in the military. And I, I think they use the military very much as a testing ground because they have black ops budgets and everything is covert. There's no transparency. And so they can do a lot of the research and beta testing uh, through the military. And then they uh, unfortunately weaponize it on the masses and typically their own people who they were supposedly protecting. Um, they unfortunately reap the 
the the benefits of all that research and i mean that sarcastically but uh, yeah so and when you talk about the metals i think that's so fascinating because you know you were saying all of you pointed to this but you know the vaccines and what's in the vaccines I, and i'm not just talking about the the covid vaccine if vaccine is even you know an appropriate word but uh, these all these injections we know have such high levels of uh, metals of mercury of uh, you know aluminum and then they're using of course when we look at the water that there's tons of metals in there and uh, very few people get metal testing but when they do I, I think they're pretty surprised to find most of us are very riddled with very high metals and I'm no doctor so I don't know this but I, I've you know I've read that parasites actually feed off of metals typically so now there's a kind of, you know, now you're stirring those up. And uh, of course, it, that creates a more toxicity in the body because they release the toxicity. But now they're feeding off the toxins. It becomes this feedback loop. So, yeah, I don't know. That was just some of my thoughts off. You you shared so much information, all of you. Thank you. Um, I, I don't know if anybody else has a minute been... Building on yeah. that if I can. Yeah, as, please, please go. Because that's the great uh, kidnapped Ed Group just mentioned. <laughs> These minerals. <laughs> Uh, as he was talking, I was like, man, you want to talk about etymology and the power of words. Yeah. Uh, look at the words they've used and pummeled us with every time we've walked into a grocery store or seen an advertisement on TV for a processed food. These are the words they use. I mean, look at a bottle of water. It will say enhanced with minerals. So these calcium, magnesium, inorganic minerals have been added to these and it says enhanced. Well, okay, so now it's just basic water that has now been enhanced to make it more powerful and better for you with these two minerals. So you believe these minerals are better for you. Then they use the words like fortified with iron. You know, your cornflakes, your grape nuts, fortified with iron. So now yeah. we've shaved iron onto our food. You're going to eat it because everybody needs more steel in your body. You need to chomp on chips of iron. Everybody needs more of that. It's just weird that we have been indoctrinated with this idea that added metals that are inorganic, obviously, because these are processed foods, they ain't from nature, that these are a good idea. And what that did was, now you come out and recognize, this is not a joke, this guy, this crazy chiropractor is going, um, they're using venom and calling it COVID, and they're putting venom in vaccines, and it's causing all the energies and explains all their, their injuries. I also believe, and I haven't talked about this much, that they can mimic the exact same outcomes just using frequencies of energy to mimic all side effects of any venoms, any bacteria, any viruses, any parasites, you name it. They can do that. Yeah. However, I'm not really sure Carlo Bragna could do three DNA analysis in two different countries and it come back telling you the source of the protein came from 36 venoms that were mimicked in the blood, urine, and feces. They were just energetical frequencies. I'm not sure that's how it works. But he actually defined with ion fractioning, a gas technique, supposedly can tell you the exact animal source from what country that protein was isolated and synthetically manufactured from. So I'm not really sure it's all that. But just recognize this. Every time you get into these spike proteins on rabies viruses, HIV's virus, SARS-CoV-2 virus, influenza virus, when you start looking at that in their published literature, they tell you these venomous proteins that are spike proteins that they actually are dependent on calcium to make you sick. Okay, 
Well, what have they been pumping into us every time you buy reverse osmosis filtered water in a bottle of water? They say it's enhanced with calcium for you. Oh, really? Thanks. Did you also know that magnesium is required to activate venom? And what do they put in all your RO filtered water? Calcium and magnesium. Interesting and crazy. Then they talk about all kinds of magnesium. Sorry to interrupt. All magnesium. And then it states that zinc also is required by all hemolysis venom action. Get this. Any virus or venom that causes hemorrhaging, Ebola, Marburg, they actually publish it is zinc dependent to cause that action to get you to bleed out to death. Oh, really? All right. So they just continue to pump in these minerals, vitamins, telling you they're all good for you. They enhance your immunity. They enhance you fortified. They, they, you know, they use these words that make you think this is beneficial to you. And then they lace you with poison at the same time. And you're like, what in the world? I'm drinking RO water. I'm drinking grape nuts that are organic, supposedly. <laughs> I mean, made by Kellogg's or Post, whoever, right? They're not putting any of this stuff in here to cause harm to me, are they? Yes, they are. Yes, they are doing that. And uh, I'll just say this for the audiences. If you don't think healing for the ages and actually bringing natural solutions to you is a benefit, uh, I want you to first answer a question that I posed last night in Memphis, Tennessee at a convention. I started out my convention with this statement in question. And there was multiple MDs in the room. I actually said, I'm going to stand here for five minutes and I'm not going to say a word. I'm just going to stand here. And you have to answer one question for me. You got five minutes to write down one symptom you can think of in the entire world's existence of humanity that any human being has ever had ever in their entire life. One symptom. And I made them name some examples. Blisters, coughing, fever, diarrhea, bloating, uh, agitation, irritation, anger, uh, anxiety, depression, you name it, libido issues. Name a symptom. And now I need you to tell me one symptom. I need one example from the hundreds of people in the room. I need one example of a symptom you can think of that's ever happened to a human being that was a that was caused by a prescription drug deficiency. And I, I just want to tell you something. You should see the text messages I've gotten from the people that attended that thing. The whole reason why it was so powerful to them is because the first five minutes, they could not, hundreds of them, could not come up with one scenario where a symptom they had was being caused by a prescription drug they didn't have access to. So I said this to them. All right, well, even you MDs, y'all couldn't come up with an answer. So I need you guys to all consider something for me. I need you to, and then you need to answer me. Why, when any of your symptoms have ever happened, fever, cough, bleeding, uh, diarrhea, it doesn't matter, blisters, body aches, why do you run to a medical doctor for a prescription to a drug to solve the question about why am I suffering? You all know that's not the answer. So why do you act like that? This is not a joke. Then after five minutes, I stood there and I said, look, I just want you to know, I gave you all five minutes, hundreds of you. And I've heard many minds are better than one. So I decided to ask hundreds of you. And none of you could answer me one single symptom. So if it's true then that acid reflux isn't caused by a Tums deficiency or Rolaids deficiency, you guys have to tell me then, what is it that's causing those things? 
And they all just sat there. Mm-hmm. And I said, no, I want y'all to think about all the symptoms you can think of and tell me what causes them. All right, great. All right, MDs, do you know? Nope, none of y'all know. All right, so we know it's not prescription drugs. And you know now that's all the medical profession gives you. So now you can say goodbye to all of them because their solutions are not the cause of your problems. So let's now tear down that foundation of faith, your blind faith in medicine. Now it's time to rebuild it. And I spent four hours. It was supposed to be a two-hour presentation. It was four hours because these people kept wanting me to talk and keep going through examples of health issues that are not caused by drug deficiency, chemo radiation deficiency, or surgery deficiency. And the truth is, this has been my world for 20 years by myself to protect my family from the gaslighting and outright lying and making up shit that MDs do 24-7 when they don't have an answer because they weren't given any. This is not their problem. They, they spent and put themselves in debt of $200,000 plus for four years to learn nothing about healing. They were just brainwashed that this person comes in with a symptom, you write this prescription. <laughs> just trust the drug, trust the vaccine, trust big pharma. And unfortunately, the lay people fell for it. Now, for the rest of your life, this is what I said. If you want to empower people for the last four hours of this presentation, I said this. Every time the patient writes a pres- every time a medical doctor writes you a prescription or says to you, you need this drug or this vaccine, your next question out of your mouth is this. What's in that drug? And what are the... What's in that it? vaccine? Name me three ingredients in any of them off the top of your head and tell me how it works to fix me. And not a single damn medical doctor will be able to give you an answer for any of it. And then you, your confidence in what they're selling should go down. I mean, I can ask a Tupperware stay-at-home mom more about their products they're selling in my house, and they know more about that than any medical doctor knows about vaccines, knows anything about the drugs they're prescribing, because they don't care to learn that stuff. They've learned they can make a ton of money not answering a damn thing not asking you any questions and not learning anything about you. And just so you know, in med school, chiropractic school, naturopathic school, acupuncture school, dental school, you're going to learn this one principle and the lay people don't know this. So let's teach you. They actually teach you nonstop every year right now in medical schools across the country. They teach you this. 80% of the diagnoses of your patients come from the history of the patient's. Only 20% of all diagnoses, being able to figure out what's wrong with people, ever come from diagnostic tests. Okay, that means the majority, 80% of the time that a doctor can tell you what is wrong with you, whether you're a medical doctor, chiropractor, acupuncture, dentist, it doesn't matter. 80% of the time, the only thing that has to happen is the doctor needs to take the damn time to listen to your history. And listen to what you tell them. And that's where 80% of all their diagnosis has come from. It's not from the medical test. You need to just take time to listen. The patient, you, the patient at home, you know more about what's wrong with you than any medical professional or any of us at Healing for the Ages. It ain't us. We're going to spark your interest and confidence that you can start evaluating the history of your life and go like this, you know, when did my fibromyalgia patients, when when did my fibromyalgia pain start all over my body? If you ask yourself that question and let's say it says this to you, Oh, that started 26 years ago. 
How do I remember that? Because my son, my eldest, was born 26 years ago, and it started right after he was born. My pain all over my body. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. What did you just say to yourself? You remembered your symptoms started right after your baby was born? Okay. Now, start asking yourself, what happened at that delivery? What happened during the pregnancy? Did you get sick? Was there any complications? Did you have a C-section? Did you tear giving birth? Because there's something physically that happened to your body. You were pregnant, and then you delivered a baby. How did it come out and was there any trauma to your body? If there was, imagine this. Imagine they said you had to have a C-section because you couldn't give birth. Maybe it was breach, whatever. Then they cut your stomach open. What's different between when you, before you were pregnant and now having fibro? Oh, you got pregnant and somebody cut your belly open to take out your baby. Okay, great. The only thing that happened to your body was that's remaining for all this time is a huge scar either crossing your abdomen or straight down your abdomen. What if that scar is causing all of your pain? Well, do you want to know how to fix it? If it makes sense to you, you're going to take vitamin E oil and you're going to rub it into that scar every single day for five minutes at a time, twice a day. Do you know how many people I have cured of fibromyalgia pain after giving birth because they tore vaginally or had a C-section scar that they weren't anticipating and it took four to six weeks to cure all their fibromyalgia pain they've been dealing with and being on drugs for and life's been ruined? and they've been on bed rest for 25 years. Yes, I have done that. And those people became my office managers. And it took four weeks. I didn't even make them swallow a supplement. I just had them massage vitamin E oil on their scar. Do you know how it is I figured that out? I asked enough damn questions. Why? Because that person, you, the individuals at home, you know more about your life and history than anybody else does. And as you start to lay it out by memory, you're going to follow the chronology. You're going to figure it out. Oh my God, all my hair fell out. When? Oh, it started in 2005. What happened in 2005? I moved to Frisco, Texas. Oh, okay. <laughs> now let's talk about that. Why did you move? Oh, I just got a new job. Did it happen during the move or after the move? Oh, it was soon after the move. Oh, really? Uh, tell me about your home that you live in. Is there any 5G towers or cell towers right outside your house? Uh, actually, there's a water tower with a bunch of cell phone towers stuff on top of it. Yeah, I'm exposed to that all the time. Uh, you might want to have your radiation levels tested in your house. I actually have done this with a patient, by the way. I had them move neighborhoods. Six months later, all of her hair grew in. Not a joke. Had no idea. She was being diagnosed with alopecia and being put on drugs. Had no idea it was a cell tower on the top of a water tower here in Frisco, right behind her house. But if wow. you don't ask enough questions and take interest in people or your own personal life, no one on the screen here and no one in a clinic knows more about you than you do at home. Listener, if you're struggling, start doing homework. Lay out your life and as much things that make sense to you as possible. Fill in as many gaps and then go watch healingfortheages.com. Spend 50 bucks less using C-O-U-R-T-Z as the promo code and go get some answers. Just so you know, let's just lay it out here. Okay. There is no other conference on the planet you have ever attended who is going to give you the entire video presentations, the entire PowerPoint presentation that's <laughs> coming to your email, like the whole thing from all presenters. No conference you've ever been to has sent home with you a 14-page action workbook to take the principles they just taught you over two days and lay it out one by one each day, a simple thing they've, they've shown you that can improve the life, the health of your body and your family at home. Small, simple things, one day at a time for 14 days straight. We gave that to you. 
And then these four people on the screen decided to even go further. Every solution on earth up until that point and after that we came up with as solutions we are using. Look, Janice Schmidt, Dr. Group, me, Dr. Ely, do any of us have diagnosed diseases right now we're struggling with? Okay. There's a reason why we are fit, healthy, and have no symptoms and we're on no drugs. We live the principles that we taught you at Healing for the Ages that we do every day. And there are certain things we use every day. And I'm sure lay people are wondering, what are they doing to keep themselves healthy? There is an additional document that comes to you for 150 bucks. It's everything on earth we presented as solutions and things we didn't even present, but we love and haven't, didn't have time to discuss. We gave you the links. I don't know how to spoon feed you anymore. If you want to be sick, go to your damn MD, skip the healing conference. If you want to suffer and you like being a victim, you're not the right audience for this lady. You need to go to a different show. If you like being a victim and that's the only way you get attention, you are a medical doctor's dream. You are not the healing for the ages dream. You're actually my headache. We don't want victims. We want people who want to be empowered, have solutions. Who I want people who don't want to be afraid of another damn pandemic that's been created and engineered ever. I want people going like this. I ain't listening to that shit. I'm going to turn into healingfortheages.com and I want to hear what Jana group Ely and Schmidt and Dr. Artis, what they are doing at home when they're telling us Marburg bleeding out of their eyes is coming out of China and some mm -hmm. raccoon dog licked one of those guys, pooped on a bat in a bat cave. It transferred to Anthony Fauci's house. He said it went up to, you know, Echo Health Alliance up in New Jersey. And then it spread all around the world with Ralph Barrick delivering it by mail to somebody in the Philippines. I mean, this is the kind of crap they're making up for you, by the way. So just, you know, none of us are going to be afraid. We have more faith in God's natural immunity than you do. Yeah, and I'm talking to you at home. If you didn't buy Healing for the Ages, <laughs> if you didn't attend that conference, and you're getting vaccines, drugs, that means you have more faith in science than you do in God. I mean, that's okay if that's what you profess, but that's not who we're looking for. I was looking for people who have more faith in God and nature. And, oh, my God, I found them in these three people. Oh, my God, I'm not alone. Yeah, alone we all felt in the last four years. And there's periods I broke down crying in interviews. I was so tired. I was like, oh my God, am I the only one? Like at times talking about certain topics, right? Remdesivir, I was the only by yapping about that for like two years. Venom, uh, there's a lot of medical doctors didn't want to talk about that, but lots of people wanted to hear about it. So it was like this relentless effort. And uh, there's some just genuine humanitarians here on this screen who absolutely love living. I mean, I love every day of my life. I have every day. I've loved it. Even if I'm exhausted and tired and get beat up by people, I don't care. I love the experience of living. And I want everybody to experience the same joy I get out of living. I want you to get that. But when you're suffering and sick and being poisoned with drugs and vaccines that have published detrimental effects, you're setting yourself up for a life of misery and you only get this life once. Why would you want to suffer? Why? Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to the rest of us on the screen. God bless you all at home. I love you with all the love and gratitude I got for Jenna, Ed, Ely, Ely, and Courtney. You rock, and I'm proud of you. By the way, I just have to say this. If any of you are conspiracy theorists, I don't know if y'all saw this. As soon as this show started, do you know what episode this is for you, Court? Uh, I don't, actually. It's 339. It's 339. I saw 33. And nine, I was like, this is the perfect Freemasonry 33 
<laughs> I was like, wow, we got 33 and nine, a derivative of three. Wow, this is a perfect setup. This is a perfect episode for the Healing for the Ages conference. You don't get more conspiratorial than thinking an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Oh, my God. Yeah, bring it on. That's what we're saying. Seriously. Well, anyway, thank I, you for being up. Thank you for having us on. We love it. And thank uh, you I really so appreciate much. all the individuals do- that are helping me. I, I just want to speak a little bit to what you said, because, you know, for me, these past two, three years have been quite a journey. You know, I, I always make the joke that like it took me forever to find the train station. Then I found the high speed rail. And now I'm like scrambling to try to catch up. Um, I was not at all awake. And especially with the medical stuff because of my own story. So you talk about words and, you know, how they've manipulated and deceived us through language, right? Like the, the derivative of the word virus uh, actually means toxin right so um and the my whole birth story was predicated on that my mom was sick with the uh, germ measles and therefore i was born with congenital rubella and that's what rendered me with all of the complications you know i'm blind one eye i'm hearing impaired i had heart surgery and i was a, a year old i uh i was born fine graphic motor impairment hypotonic limbs you know, stunted growth, all sorts of complications. And they actually told my mom the best she could hope was find a nice institution for me to spend my life. Um, And my parents actually sued for my birth. It was called the wrongful birth case. And uh, I don't just, I always feel like I have to qualify this. I don't think my parents think I was wrongfully born or regret, you know, having me. I I know they love me. Uh, But that was the angle that the lawyers took because the alternative would have been abortion because the doctor was dyslexic. He read tighter. Uh, and of course, you know, if you understand that vir- virus means toxin, you know, then that changes the whole perspective on this. But the story goes that the titer was read as being 112 and he was dyslexic. And therefore, you know, the conclusion was that it was really 121. And had he read it as being 121, he would have advised my mom to abort me. Um, so I'm very grateful for the gift of life and to be here and to have, uh, you know, dis- disappointed all of their, uh, you know, projections. <laughs> so, but... I, you know, but because of my situation, I was very, I spent most of my early childhood and most of my life very dependent on medical doctors. And so, you know, I really, and and some of them were wonderful and I do think helped me greatly. So then that, it was a huge paradigm shift for me uh, in 2020 because I immediately knew that this was propaganda. I did not believe it at all. I did not believe that it was what they were telling us. I actually remember having a conversation with one of my uh, best friends at the time. She said, you don't seem at all scared of this. You know, why, why aren't you scared? And, you know, I told her, I said, truthfully, I just don't really buy it. I, you know, there's a lot of holes in this narrative and I'm just not, I mean, even if you subscribe to the mainstream narrative surrounding viruses, it didn't make sense because they kept saying that, you know, the surfaces would be, you know, you had to clean off all the surfaces. It's like, well, if you believe in viruses, the narrative they've told you about viruses, then they're supposedly airborne contagions that do not live on surfaces. So why bacteria lives on surfaces, according to their narrative. So why are we now cleaning up all the surfaces and, uh, you know, Lysol's flying off the shelves? And it just didn't make any sense to me. Uh, you know, for that's just one example. There's so many content contradiction. So it just didn't make sense. But I told her, honestly, it was like with everything I've been through in my life, I just really don't think this is the thing that's going to take me out. And if it is, then it's my time. (laughs) Um, But that was kind of really how I approached all of it. But the hardest thing, the hardest pill for me to swallow was that, well, then a lot of these doctors have, and, you know, to their credit, a lot of them are just indoctrinated. I don't think they have malintention, but they bought this whole narrative and they were selling, you know, that you should wear the mask and the mask was 
devastating for me because I learned how to speak by reading lips. I didn't get hearing aids till I was almost six years old. So I was essentially almost deaf. And I wore a patch over my sighted eye every other day, day of my childhood. So I was essentially blind and deaf every other day. And I learned how to speak by reading lips. So for me, I didn't realize how much I still depended on all those nonverbal cues for uh, clarity of speech until all the coping mechanisms I spent my life developing were then stripped from me. And it was also causing complications for my eye. I was developing all these Shalazians. And, uh, you know, it was just, it was a mess. It was a nightmare for me. Uh, but they kept telling you, I got kicked out of several doctor's office, including an eye doctor. And I, I will just share this story really quickly with you because it's just, it's, it's like dystopian. It's so incredulous. But I went to an eye doctor because I was developing the Shalazian and it was on the IIC out of. So, of course, I was a little concerned and I wanted them to look at it, you know, just make sure that it wasn't going to be a bigger problem that was going to progress. And they had me sit in a waiting room that was huge, huge, empty, completely empty. There's nobody in there. And they told me that I had to have a mask on to sit in this waiting room. And I said, but there's nobody to catch my supposed germs that I have from a illness that I'm not met, you know, that I'm showing no symptoms of. Um, so <laughs> I'm not really sure why I need to sit with a mask here. And they insisted that I do. And then I finally, uh, you know, gave in and I put on one of my, you know, sparkly mesh masks. And that did not suffice to uh, please them. And so they came over with security and they literally circled me in a semicircle and started chanting, comply, comply, comply. I, I'm not joking. I, I, it was almost hard for me to believe. I felt like I was like having some, you know, scenes of a movie and this wasn't real, but it was, it was real. And finally somebody broke what felt like it was a seance and said, uh, I'm sorry, miss, you know, if you don't comply, we're going to have to have a score, uh, security escort you out and we'll have you arrested. And I'm like, arrested for not wearing a mask in an empty room? Like, like, does anybody know how ludicrous this sounds? So, of course, I just left because clearly my doctor, my eye doctor was not concerned about my eye. So, um, you know, that's just one of the many examples. But, uh, and that was very long-winded, I apologize. But it was, for me, it was so hard to have that paradigm shift and realize that, you know, I spent my whole life trusting these doctors who supposedly know more about my own health and about when I have a very unique uh, medical history, as all of us do, really. Uh, but, you know, I was always the case study. They would, I would come into a doctor's office and they'd be like, they bring in all the fellows. Can we take pictures of your eye? Like, <laughs> and they, they'd ask me all sorts of questions. So I put more faith in them as if they knew more about me when they're, you know, I'm this experiment, essentially. So I, I think that's a very hard shift for most people to make. And it, it's a scary journey. And it also takes, it requires a lot of responsibility because now we have to do a lot of our own uh, reflection and research and, you know, start digging and doing self-examination. And I think, you know, sometimes that can be a little daunting for people. So, yeah. But Anyway, so I'm really grateful for all the stuff that all of you are doing and that you're having this conference. And I I can't encourage people enough to take control of their own health and healing because, you know, somebody who is healthy is uh, much harder to control. So, And even if people don't uh, purchase this one or already have, just make sure yeah. you go in here and actually, I hope I'm not on mute. No, I'm not. All right. Nope, so <laughs> I hope that uh, individuals will actually sign up for our newsletter or stay in touch with us because if you do... Uh, we will be sending updates on our next conference, which will be coming up in September of 2024. We've already booked the same venue that we did last time. 
Uh, go to healingfortheages.com. Make sure you register. Make sure you have uh, our email access and contacts because we will monthly, starting in January, start sending out information uh, about what's upcoming and what we're working on. So it's going to be very exciting what we create. We are very excited about the success of the first one, even more excited about what we're going to be doing in the next. Absolutely. I am as well. Well, thank you all so much. If any of you have anything you want to add or uh, leave us with, please do. Oh yeah. Each one of them need to say something. Go Jenna Schmidt, yeah, yeah. The queen. <laughs> uh, just, I, I don't want anybody to be fearful. I want that's, you know, God's not given us a spirit of fear and that there there's no bad thing that man can make that our God can overcome. So I just want to leave you with that. Yeah. Right. Isn't it like something like a, do, do not fear. I don't, I don't know exactly what it is. There's so many places. Yeah. Hundreds of times. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Me. Okay. So everybody, you're only a decision away for changing your life. That's it. <laughs> Just make that decision. You know, we're coming into the holidays. You have the ability to change your life, detoxify your life, learn about all this stuff. By far, best conference I've ever done in 25 years. Now is, we are in, you know, an emergency situation. I'm, I'm not saying that to be fearful at all, um, but seeing what is going on around the world, the beautiful thing is that we already have identified the answers that you need to protect yourself and your family. So go sign up if you haven't seen the Healing for the Ages conference and make that decision today. Change your life. You can do it. Well, <clears throat> I think in 2020, people cared more about their booties than what they put into their bodies uh, because the toilet paper flew off the shelf instead I of the did. vitamin C. Um, so I'm actually really encouraged now because uh, I just put a post out thinking it was going to get like, you know, a couple thousand reach or something like that. Ended up getting almost uh, almost a quarter of a three quarters of a million reach on it, and it was just reminding people with all the crazy stuff that apparently is coming out of China right now, and some people who are having these prolonged coughs. We are the four of us have started working on this problem. We're going to have some guidance for everybody that's in our audience, and, and really, really soon next week or so. But the 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 thing that's been really encouraging is reading the comments from everybody. The people have really done a good job of starting their own education. Uh, into natural medicine, but there's a lot more to it than just picking the right thing or the right amount. It's, it's, and what we're seeing is still a lot of remnant philosophies of allopathic medicine of, in uh, being applied to natural medicine. So there's a lot to learn still. And I think it's important for people to understand there's a lot of work to do, but if you take on all the work that needs to be done, it becomes daunting. And if you just look at what today's work is, it is very doable. And I think that's the strength of healing for the ages for everybody to go in and use your promo code courts and get that $50 off is to go and start getting everything organized into a system of thought so that when you do today's work, it's very productive and it builds upon itself tomorrow. And what you start finding is that like us, you don't have to worry. You don't have to live a moment of your life in fear. And there are no diagnoses. Our side effect when you do what we teach you is to be healthy, happy, and free. And that's a side effect I can deal with every day of the week. I love it. Yeah, thank you all so much. So, yeah, the code is quartz, and uh, you go to healingfortheages.com, and, uh, yeah, sign up. Thank you very much for having us on. I love you guys. Thank you.
Thank you. We're going to play a little clip closing, so stay on and watch. In case you missed it and you weren't able to attend or watch online Healing for the Ages back in September, the entire presentations, both videos and the PowerPoint presentations, along with our 14-day action plan workbook and our entire resource-linked page, which has all the natural solutions to combating all the bioweapons you're actually experiencing and being exposed to worldwide, are at HealingForTheAges.com. In case you missed it, the very first day was a review on how God designed the human body, how the body detoxes, how it functions off of the foods we consume, uh, how it is that we were created, and how all systems work together in the human body. Day two, if you missed it, was how it is there are natural, published, and clinically applied resources that are absolutely proven solutions to every single type of bioweapon we're aware of. And during the last four years, we've all been exposed to nanotech. We've been exposed to 5G radiation. We've been exposed to EMFs. We've been exposed to something called plasmids. And now we've got billions of people around the world who have been injected with biological weapons called mRNA gene therapy and at Healing for the Ages. Dot com. You can actually get access to all of those resources right now. And it is my opinion. Everybody on the earth needs to have this information. Why? This was a three and a half year experiment that they called COVID-19. And they have actually figured out what worked to scare you, create anxiety, confusion, panic, paralyzation to get you not to act. And then what got so many people to volunteer themselves for experimental injections worldwide? Please go to HealingForTheAges.com so you can keep you and your loved ones safe as much as possible. And some of those solutions we gave, in fact, most of them are absolutely free. It is so vital that we get this information to you. Please go download this and please share Healing for the Ages with all of your relatives and loved ones worldwide. There's nothing, in my opinion, that is more important than that. It is simple. We've done the work for you. It's all there at HealingForTheAges.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.